I wear the badge because I believe that everything I do every day matters to somebody I in the public. I wear the badge because I enjoy problem solving. I wear the badge. I give people I wear the voice. badge because I am very proud to serve the community. I wear the badge because I enjoy helping people. And that's why I wear the badge. Welcome to the Wear the Badge podcast, a production of the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, where in each episode, we'll explore the realities of law enforcement. It's a rare look and listen inside the often misunderstood profession of policing. So let's separate fact from fiction and perception from reality right now. Hi, hello, everyone. I'm Andy Skugman, your host and the association's executive director. Law enforcement has long been a family affair. Many kids choose a career in policing because their fathers, mothers, grandfathers, or siblings, or all of the above are or were cops. But the lifelong cop with a family lineage in law enforcement is becoming less common. Today, we focus on new beginnings, why people are choosing to switch careers and join law enforcement, and why some agencies are actively seeking men and women from non-policing professions. I'm Officer Reggie Larson, and this is K-9 Rex. Officer Larson is a skilled canine handler with the police department in Blaine, Minnesota. It's a large suburb north of Minneapolis and St. Paul. He sort of fits both traditional and non-traditional profiles. His father and grandfather were police officers, but he was never pushed into the profession. In fact, he was encouraged to go to college and pursue his passion, music. So I got accepted into the music program at the University of Minnesota in Duluth and was a music education and jazz major up there. And that's what I got my degree in. After graduation, Larson became a band teacher. He enjoyed sharing his love of music with kids, but quit teaching when he and his wife relocated to Texas for her career. There, Larson was drawn to a job posting for police officers. Even though his background was in music, he was qualified to take the selection test because of his education. Before he knew it, he was beginning his career in law enforcement. 99% of this job is uh, conversing with the public and using your uh, verbal skills and your experiences to assist the public with whatever they need. My life experiences, I think, is what helped me be successful in this career. As an officer, Larson not only pulls from his past as a band teacher, but also relies on his roots as a canine teacher. His dad was a handler, and Larson learned at a young age how to teach their German shepherds how to behave. Good boy. Here. Just as a skilled musician practices, so does a skilled handler. Larson spends several hours a day working with his partner, Rex. I spend an hour to an hour and a half every day before work uh, walking him and, and training with him. Then I go to work with him, and we usually do an hour to an hour and a half of training at work. Even though making music is no longer his job, Larson's career has reached what he calls a high note. I wear the badge because I think I was supposed to wear this badge, even though I wasn't pushed towards this job. Once I started it, I knew this is what I was meant to do. 
Police agencies are now recognizing the value of officers like Larson, officers with prior non-law enforcement work experience. We're trying to get people with different perspectives and different diverse backgrounds into our profession to more effectively deal with the communities that we serve. That's Mike Harsey. He's the police chief in the city of St. Louis Park, a suburb just west of Minneapolis. He's one of the leaders behind Pathways to Policing, a program created to attract more non-traditional candidates and people of color. Jumping from one career to another can be difficult, but this program removes barriers that keep people from making that leap to law enforcement. This is an opportunity where we hire them, we pay them a full-time salary while they're able to finish up school, and uh, once they finish, then it's basically a promotion to the police officer position. The program pays participants about 80% of an officer's full-time salary while they complete an accelerated training program, the cost of which is also covered. St. Louis Park, along with Bloomington and other Twin Cities suburb, launched Pathways to Policing in 2017. The Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, along with other statewide law enforcement groups, asked the legislature to help local cities and counties fund the program. Lawmakers agreed. The state now invests close to a half a million dollars annually. Bloomington Police Chief Jeff Potts says a handful of agencies participate in the program each year, and the response has been pretty impressive. When we had five cities interested in this last year, six cities all, I think we had close to 400 applicants. That's a pretty good size pool of candidates. To put that into context, many suburban law enforcement agencies in Minnesota are struggling to get 50 applicants per officer job posting. The chiefs say the program has attracted men and women with a variety of work histories who wouldn't otherwise be able to switch careers. Those are not people who were necessarily grew up wanting to be a police officer or went to school for law enforcement. That might be an accountant who thought that being a police officer would be a nice career, but they couldn't go back to school for a year. You know, they're adults, they've gone through school and they're kind of stuck in a career path. They've got bills, they, you know, they own homes or cars or whatever. They don't have the, the ability to get past those uh, barriers in order to quit their job, maintain their current lifestyle and go back to school. Tim Hunt is an officer with the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport Police Department. He admits he wasn't entirely sure what he wanted to do after college. With a degree in communications, he started working as an HR recruiter for a courier company. Underwhelmed by his corporate role, Hunt considered a career in law enforcement, but the young husband and father felt it would be too risky to quit his job and return to school. The Pathways to Policing program made a new beginning possible for him. It's such a great program because for people like me who already have, you know, an established career, it's hard to give that up for this and with the ambiguity of maybe not getting a job. So, you know, if I had put myself through school, there's not a guarantee that I would have a job at the end. The airport PD is one of the largest police forces in Minnesota and works to provide a safe and secure environment for all airport users, including 39 million annual passengers and 21,000 airport employees. Every day is different, and I enjoy that so much that when you go to work, you know, you just never know what to expect. It's always a challenge. Although corporate America wasn't for him, Hunt says his background in human resources has been invaluable. Being a recruiter, Per se, you deal with hundreds, thousands of people every year from different backgrounds who talk different than you, who look different than you, who come from totally different backgrounds all around the country. And having those experiences and being able to understand different people and the way they operate has been a tremendous help. 
His professional and personal experiences have influenced him profoundly. Born in Chicago to a single mother, Hunt had a very difficult childhood. He wants a better life for his children and to be an example for them. I think I wear the badge because I want to be a part of solutions and not problems. I think we live in a world today where critiques are extremely loud, but solutions are extremely quiet. And I want to be able to show and tell my kids that I was on the side of history that tried to make things right. The average number of jobs in a lifetime is 12. That's according to a 2019 Bureau of Labor Statistics survey of baby boomers. And stats show younger workers are changing jobs much more frequently. When it comes to new beginnings in law enforcement, many needs are often filled. People who make the switch find meaning and purpose as a cop, and police agencies find the diversity desired to reflect their communities. This episode was written and produced by Amanda Grayson. For all of us at the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, thanks for listening and for your support as we work together to recruit great people to the policing profession. Real officers, real people, real life. Wearthebadge.org. Wear the badge.